Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. If you are looking for the perfect holiday gift this season, look no further than our Merrybody gift store. We have got three month and one year access passes to the Merrybody app. I don't know about you, but I think this this could be the best gift ever for someone who loves yoga, Pilates, and meditation. Uh, and there's also another very special gift, a pass to our next cohort of yoga teacher training. So if you have a loved one or if you are that loved one who wants to dive deep into their yoga practice, this could be for you. We've got the link. It's in the show notes. So go ahead and check that out or send it to your loved ones so they can get you the gift that you would like for your holiday season. Otherwise, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 399. So holidays are typically associated with joy and a certain level of perfection. And what does this do? Well, it leads to unrealistic expectations for events, gifts, and family and friend interactions. So when these certain expectations aren't met, impatience and frustration easily arises. I'm sure we can all think of a moment right here, right now, where this has happened in a past holiday moment. So this is why patience is essential for enjoying the holiday season. And so today, that is what we are going to discuss. Is patience possible over the holiday season? So it's not really that exciting. We get it. (laughs) However, it can make a really big difference to your joy levels and overall just holiday fun. So let's get into it. We're going to be talking about how we can be more patient over this holiday season. I feel like, you know, it's a really important topic, not just for the holidays, because I find myself being very impatient often. I think it's when you get, you know, together in big groups I think it's especially when you get together with your mum and dad, uh, you know, when you're an adult. I think we've spoken about this before, but when you kind of go back into maybe your childhood home or living with a whole bunch of adults instead of, you know, just usually yourself or just with one partner or in your kind of tight family, your immediate family, then you are living or spending more time with your, you know, your extended family, it can be really hard. So it's not even sometimes about the perfectionism and that failing. It's more about like, oh my gosh, I'm living with all these people with different opinions and and like we do things in different ways and I'm getting on their nerves and they're getting on my nerves and then kapow, like, you know, you end up having this big argument over something so stupid, but it's meant to be the holidays and you're meant to have, be having the best time and loving each other. Uh yeah, like I get this because, you know, we even just came back from a week with mum and dad, you know, staying in our old family home. And at times there were, you know, there were moments where we were all getting on each other's nerves. And then you kind of feel really bad about it and you feel regretful. You're like, why did I, why was I just not more patient? Like, why Mm. couldn't I just take a breath and respond instead of react like that? Like, I get really angry with myself. And I feel like, why did I do that? 
Like, yeah, because you feel like you're wasting precious time because yeah. you, you think about like, oh, well, like, you know, this doesn't happen often. Like we're, it's not like we're together every day. Like why am I wasting these moments getting p- impatient? But we've got to forgive ourselves and yes. just just hope that we can do better next time. And this is exactly what this conversation is about. And, I mean, I really love this first topic that we're going to discuss because I do believe that some people think that patience is just a part of some people and not a part of others. And this really isn't the case. Really, patience is a skill. So it's not it's mm. not like you're a patient person and you're a really impatient person. Yeah, that's so true. Like, like that is, that can be the case. Like someone might naturally be more patient and someone might naturally be more impatient, but we can learn to be more patient. And really this is all about kind of, managing regulating our emotions and our reactions yes. in, in more challenging situations and i really think that emma's example of like why didn't i just take a breath is such an awesome way of managing emotions and reactions it's like adding that pause like add the pause before the reaction and it yes. might change everything yeah, more pauses will literally fix everything. Like we could end we could end it there. Just take a breath, just pause and like watch how instead of responding or reacting reacting sorry in this very impatient way, you re- respond instead in a very kind of understanding mm. way that obviously expresses more patience. Mm-hmm. Uh but that's the whole thing. It's easy to say, but it's not always easy to practice. It's not easy to do in the in the heat of the moment yeah. where you know someone might be emotional and then you feel it rising in you and you just let it rah out of you and then the other person rahs out of them and then yeah. yeah it's up to the person like who's gonna take the pause like let that person be you and um take that breath and see what happens next because that really is such an awesome way of figuring out this whole impatience versus patience thing. And remember, this is all about making it more enjoyable for ourselves and our loved ones. Like it's not like we're trying to be the best human. It's like we're trying to just enjoy ourselves. Like, you know, and yeah, like it's not like you won an award for being the most patient. Like it's not like this thing you're like, yeah, I'm so patient. I'm awesome. It's more like the, the action of being patient makes life so much better. Exactly. And it will minimize moments where you feel regretful uh, for past actions where you do have those moments where like, why didn't I just take a breath? Like, why did I react that way? Like, why did I waste my time, my only time that I had with that person doing that? And yeah. you know, we don't, we don't want those moments. There can that can be really hard to have those moments as well. So I guess this goes perfectly with the next idea of, you know, being mindful in the holiday season. And I think, you know, in all seasons, being mindful is very, very important, but actually being in the moment and this will help you once again, control, or I guess, minimize those impulsive reactions. It's like, okay, once again, let me be here. Let me be in my body. And notice, yep, there's some emotions rising. I can see I'm getting really frustrated. I can see I'm getting really angry. Is it necessary? Do I need to say something right now? Or could I just maybe walk away? Or 
laugh it off. I don't know. Like there's probably another way that we could deal with it because I these are, you know, we're talking about situations that aren't actually, they're just, it's just that someone is getting on our nerves. Like they haven't yes. done anything wrong to us. Like there's no bad things happening. Like it's literally just like, why am I getting so annoyed at you? Like I'm so annoyed at you right now and I have no idea why I'm annoyed at you, but I'm going to blow up any minute. So let me just underline that. That's what we're talking about. The very, very weird moments where we wonder, why did I do that? Yeah. Why do we get annoyed at stupid things <laughs> when they don't even matter? My gosh. Everyone put your hand up if you've done that before. Yeah. Me. All the time. All the time. And it's like when people get annoyed at people chewing really loudly. Like you could just try and ignore it. or like breathing or like you know maybe they say something weird or do something weird like I know dad makes like odd noises all the time and sometimes I'm like that's annoying but it's like but that's dad yeah that's dad or like um, he'll clink his coffee cup with his with his yeah. spoon or like it's no like, his, and his, his cereal bowl like he'll he'll <laughs> make a racket exactly and we all have these things. I have no doubt we all have these things that annoy other people. And yeah. it's just like, oh, well, like, oh, yes. well, it does. It's not impacting me. Like, why am I getting so annoyed? Uh, so I think this is a really great way. Like, you know, when you do find yourself in those situations, so rather than reacting, like even if you do react, can you do it in a more slower pace? Because often it's like the pace that we're in that can really cause like us to be regretful of things that we might say or do in those impatient moments. So it's like, can we consciously slow down our pace, our speech? And then that reduces that feeling of, I guess, urgency to feel that impatience. Cause that really is that feeling of that feeling of impatience is like, it's either like someone's too slow, someone's doing it wrong, someone's annoying, someone's said the wrong thing, they've got the wrong opinion, like it's always this. And there's always mm. that that level of urgency that you have to prove them wrong. Like you have to say, no, no, I'm right. Like, no, you're doing this wrong. And that I feel like that also doesn't help any yeah. situation. But that really is why all. we have those reactions because we feel like we need to, we need to speak up. <laughs> yeah, and like half the time we don't. No, like often we do, but most of the time we probably don't need to express ourselves in that moment. And that's something that I know I do. It's like sometimes I just wish I could keep my opinion to myself. It's like it's not needed. <laughs> like I don't know why I have that. You know, I, I used to be someone who never expressed anything. Like I was so shy. And then I became this person who was like overexpressing my opinion. Have I gotten better, Carla? Tell me I've gotten better. I think you've gotten better. I think you've gotten a lot better. But um, me and Joel always laugh about it, though. Like, we're always, like, whenever we you go on and, like, express your opinion, like, we think it's a great thing about you. Like, we're always, like, yeah. Emma, Emma always has something to say. Like, she always has something oh, to say about it. That's not good. I should, I should also <laughs> learn to be quiet. <laughs> but I always enjoy it for conversation, you know. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so that is a a good thing to to know like yeah when is it like when do I need to speak up when do I not and that's where that breath that pause that moment can really help you decide mm. I think the next one is such a big thing and again when we think of empathy we we need it some people are so much more easily empathetic 
definitely. Yes. Like some people just have it innately within them that they are just mm-hmm. empathetic humans. But I think, again, it is something we can learn and can be um, mindful of like how do we be more empathetic? And I guess it's that whole idea of like questioning like how is that like, can I understand, can I try to understand how that person is feeling in this situation? Not me, not me in that situation. How can I understand them in that situation? Like all of their past and all of their history and all of the moments that they've lived, like how might they be feeling? And I guess that's where being empathetic really helps with being more patient because you become more understanding. Yes. Exactly. I mean, empathy is such an important trait for us all. And, you know, I feel like I'm going to talk about myself again. Uh, (laughs) I feel like I can be really empathetic, but then it's like when you're in that heat again, like when you're in that high emotion, that's when my empathy like kind of disappears and maybe not disappears, but the pause helps you connect to your empathy. And this is why the pause is essential because once you take the breath, then you can realize, oh, wait, I'm in this two-way conversation. It's not just my perspective here. It's not just me. There's two people here. How can I How can I uh, navigate this with grace? And that's what I find is really good when you're in an argument, especially I know we're like kind of moving on a different topic, but I always, like I always really feel so much better when, you know, perhaps you're in the, a heated argument. If you can take that pause and slow down, you're far Easy, it's far more easier to connect to empathy. And then you, uh, it's like you don't get so wound up. You don't get so, uh, you know, you don't go on those crazy kind of like, uh, maybe crazy is the wrong word, but you know, when you're in an argument and you're like, how the hell did I get here? Yes. How am I, why am I talking about this when we began here? Yes. Because I let my emotions take me on this crazy wild ride. But that's what I can do. And I've learned that to pause helps me not do that because I never feel good when I do that because I end up winding myself up being so emotional and like ending up in tears and yelling and I've forgotten completely what I was arguing about Mm. and it's not a good place to be in. Whereas if I take the pause and I can connect to really what I care about and can also be more empathetic to the other person and, and understanding, it's a far better way to argue and disagree. Mm. Yeah. I've, if that happens over the holiday season, which arguments happen, if you can get to that point and not be so emotional, it'll be far more enjoyable. Yeah, and it's like you can still disagree and still have moments where that, you know, arguments might happen, but, yeah, how can you be that person that softens it? Yeah. Instead of, instead of, like, adding more fuel to the flame, like instead of it being, like, rah, rah, rah with rah, rah, rah. And you're kind yeah. of, you take that breath and you think, okay, hang on a minute. I mean, you you do this really well actually um, with with not just arguments. I would say like, you know, with problems, like you'll be like, okay, like instead of talking about the problem or in, in and like I'm not talking about like personal problems, I'm talking about like problems that mm-hmm. um, need fixings maybe in our business or something. And I'll be just complaining about it. And then you'll be like, okay, <laughs> like what's the solution here? So you're yeah. you're like softening the problem. You're like, I get it, Carla, like this is really annoying and this is really frustrating, but what can we do now? What's the solution now? And I think mm. that is a really great way to be. And also 
a way to add patience to mm-hmm. to um, arguments as well because yeah maybe it's like okay you're in an argument like what's the solution like is there a solution or mm-hmm. is there just not like maybe the solution mm-hmm. is just to like let's take a pause both of us and go to separate rooms I don't know but mm-hmm. I think that that is a really great way to be and I like yeah that. no that is the, and that's so true I do use it for business and I use it for many things actually because. You know, like say, for example, like an example would be like if you're having like a discussion and perhaps you have a like a a collective problem and you're trying to work it out and someone's, you know, gone off the deep end Mm -hmm. and they're really emotional. I think it's a really good way to diffuse it as well, like to be like, okay, let's look at the solution because sometimes that person is riddled with anxiety and emotion that they can't possibly see a way out. So they're reacting in this way. But when you start, you know, when you draw their attention to thinking of a solution, it kind of like changes the whole dynamic of something. Uh, So I think like that is a really good tool to use in like everything solution focused. Yes. Don't dwell on the problem. Don't yeah. dwell on the argument. What's the solution? And and usually you have a common goal because, you know, this is all with your loved people. <laughs> like you actually both have a common goal usually or everyone has a common goal of, hey, like we want to have a great Christmas or we want to have this great week together. Okay, what do we all need to do to, to work towards this common goal? Mm. Yeah, exactly. And I think that like leads us to such a great – um, next idea of like setting realistic expectations mm. of each other. And I think it's so often like I can remember like thinking back to like Christmas lunches and things like that. And you just, you, you place expectations on people and perhaps what they might bring or maybe the gifts that they're going to give or whatever it might be. And then that leads to either impatience or even disappointment. And mm. really like this is just it's just, again, it's self-suffering. It can be so easily avoided. It's like, Mm -hmm. how do we set more realistic expectations, you know, of ourselves and also of others and situations? Sometimes we're so set on an idea of like how this is going to look or how this is going to turn out. And of course, sometimes it just doesn't work out the way that you think. And how do we deal with that? And I think setting more realistic expectations is a good thing to do. It just makes life more enjoyable. Maybe having no expectations, like that is yes. like maybe it's just like re- re- releasing all expectations of yes. what might happen because we are bringing 50 people together and this is going to be wild. <laughs> yes, so true. And I think as well a part of setting realistic expectations is uh, having awareness and identifying potential triggers like you can go into a certain situation, say like a week together with your family, like you, we all know that, you know, with this person, maybe you're butt heads or maybe this person annoys you in this way, but like, there's no, you know, it's a silly thing that you're annoyed at. You can actually just let go of it. Mm. So I think it's good to like sit down and like have a think about it before you go into that situation. So you're kind of prepared. Oh, when this person does this, I'm not going to lose my cool. I'm going to take, I'm going to take that pause. I'm going to take a deep breath. So this is why like, you know, this podcast comes at the perfect time, you know, we're making you think of these things now before you go into that situation. And then perhaps you lose your patience and then regret it. Yeah. So when dad uh, 
cling clangs his we, we know dad's gonna clang his cereal bowl. Yes. So just ignore him. Or we know dad's gonna uh, uh what else he does with things. Well <laughs> But perhaps perhaps we can even go a step further and be like, hey, let's let's decide to love him for it. Yeah, let's whenever we notice dad doing his quirks, yeah, we remember that's so dad. Like and, and like we love him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we will like, you know, that's a trait of his that like we'll hold near and dear to our hearts. So true. Um, so once again, like coming back to expectations and how we how we talked about maybe we just release all expectations. That really is this idea of letting go, isn't it? So it's like, can we learn to let go, not just of expectations, but also situations? Like not everything needs a reaction or a response. Like can we be the one where we hear something, where we see something, where something annoys us, maybe? Oh, well, it is what it is. I'm just going to keep yes. going. Like, I'm just going to yes. keep doing my thing. And This I is mean, what I need more. I want more of this. And, like, that's such a nice way to live. Like, not always. Like, don't be ignorant. But, like, in, no. in these situations, like, I'm just going to do my thing because I'm just going to, like, allow myself to enjoy instead of getting wound up. Like, this is my holiday season. Like, this is my time to not be working, to not be, like, go, 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 go. Uh, maybe it is go 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 go, but you know this is a this is a time to just let yourself actually have some fun and not let the little things get to you. Yes, I really love that point, and this is my goal. I want to learn to let go, and I find that it's with you know those people that you care about most where you need to do this more with, which is so like silly when you think about it. It's like why do you get more annoyed at the people you love the most? It's silly. I don't it's know. weird. Like, why does that happen? Is that just us? No, surely not. Surely that's you too. Please tell us. I think it is. I think it is. I think it's because you feel like you can, like, because they're going to forgive you and they're not going to judge you and, like, like they're going to love you no matter what. Whereas, like, the people you don't know, like, you, you're on your best behavior. You're like, oh, like, let me make sure, like, I'm my best self right now. Whereas, yeah, like, I we should be our best selves for the people we love. <laughs> I know. We should. We should. That's what we're trying. Ah, we're trying Okay. To. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying our best. Okay. Oh. <laughs> That's all we can ever do. We can only ever try oh, our best. You're uh, right. And, yeah. But we can do that. Oh, well, I'm just going to let that go. I'm just going to walk on by. I'm just going to, oh, well, whatever. Mm, love it. So we already uh, we already spoke about like noticing dad's quirks and, and make, like, you know, them reminding us of how much we love him so I think this goes hand in hand with like cultivating gratitude because yes realizing that these moments that we're having like with our loved ones they don't happen all the time like it might be this one time in the year that you are with these people and now you're being impatient with them it's like can we instead just be grateful and maybe even see the funniness of it like see like oh my god like we are a weird family. Like we are yeah, so Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, maybe you just laugh at it instead and don't be annoyed and like feel love and gratitude for it instead of being like that's odd. Yeah, more <laughs> gratitude. More gratitude always. Exactly. More gratitude always. Gratitude is the game changer. Gratitude will make you more patient. Yes. Love so, that so much. So even if like you're not sure how to practice patience and practice gratitude and that in turn will happen one after the other. But I think although maybe not the most exciting topic, I think a topic that can make such a huge difference to uh, each and every one of us, practicing more patience, practicing more gratitude, 
being mindful with the people that we love and realizing that the moments that we share with them, we'll never get back. Like we, Mm. we, we don't get to relive them. They only happen one time in the way that they're going to happen in this moment. And then it's different the next moment. And so we've got to cherish them. Yes, exactly. A perfect end, I think, for this episode. If you got something from it, let us know. Message us. We love to hear from you. Otherwise, we'll see you for next week's episode. I'm sure it will be good. Mm, me too. See you then. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.